we'd like to welcome you to our mega study for February 28th, 2016. This isn't going to be probably posted for a couple weeks because I'm going to have to take this week and next week to finish this at bare minimum. I hope it doesn't go to three weeks. Uh, but this study will encompass, and I don't want to say primarily, but a lot of it is going to focus in on the whole alien UFO disclosure agenda. It's more updated material. I did a mega study back in September of last year, 2015. This is, again, I'm accumulating information on this subject at a, a very high rate. <clears throat> and uh, I have to just take literally and set weeks aside in order to cover it. I've just accumulated that much since the last mega study, 11-part mega study. And I, I give you all the links to these studies in the PDF uh, for this date and the coming dates that this will be on. Um, so just to let you know, I kind of wanted to, 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 to give you that as a background on. I've probably done more teachings on this subject than potentially any other. Especially when I look back at all, all the studies that I've done. And I've endeavored to try to repost these studies. And, and I do have them all in one document now as well. Or at least, I think, the bulk of them. I'm, I'm sure that there's ones I'm missing. But I, I do have them in a document. I have it as, as a dedicated document on all the studies I've done regarding the alien agenda, the disclosure agenda, uh, the Nephilim fallen angels, this type of, of stuff. Because it's all interrelated. And all of this can be explained biblically. And this is what I'm endeavoring to do because the more information that I get on this, the more overwhelmed I even am regarding the deception that is afoot, that is coming. I think it's why Jesus Christ said that if it were possible, they they shall deceive the very elect. I believe primarily the they he's in reference to uh, are going to be, well, if, if you think about it, who, who is the main adversary in the universe? It's Satan. And then his fallen angels. And then his demons and devils. And then the people or other entities that are controlled by them. That's really where our battle is, right? We battle not against flesh and blood but against princes and principalities and rulers of wicked and these types of things, according to Ephesians 6. So that's why it's so important to pull on the full armor of God every day, which is what it talks about right after that. The deception that's coming is, I, there's no way I can do it justice. There's no way, I, I mean, even on this study, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into other subjects because, number one, you don't know all of what, is going to be revealed. I don't want to go down every rabbit trail that I've ever heard about regarding this particular subject. I want to try to cover the broad bases so that my listeners are hopefully equipped on a broad general level in order to deal with the deception that's coming. If I have to go down every little rabbit trail, some of them may not even come to fruition. Some of it may just be pure disinformation. And I just kind of want you to be equipped to be able to deal with the broad deceptions 
that are coming. And they are unlike anything I've ever covered. Ever. Regarding deception. And the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, basically in accordance with the falling away of the church and the Antichrist being revealed, if you, if you look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, in that same exact time frame, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Most church-going parishioners, 99.999% of them are not getting this information. I'm not saying that this you have to ha hear this study or you're not saved. I'm not saying that. But the, the delusion that's coming, the vast majority of the church is absolutely unequipped to deal with. From a biblical standpoint. Yeah, they might be brainwashed into believing Hollywood's version of what's coming and the deception. Oh, I've seen that before. Well, all of this is all about what they call soft disclosure. It's been going on for years. Decades this has been going on through Hollywood in particular. Through the whole ufo movement through and we're going to look at a lot of this today how this has been an ongoing process in the government in hollywood in the mass media this soft disclosure process meaning instead of having all of the ufos turn up and land on the white house lawn you know and 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 never having any kind of warning about that what they've done is a decades-long process through a myriad of different movies, television shows, miniseries, um, on a lot of different levels in order to condition us for what is coming. And a lot of people I know to this day and a lot of preachers would say, just turn, you know, they, 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 they get through the first two minutes of my intro just now and, they, and it's already turned off because they think it has no merit. But you have to ask yourself, Knowing how evil Hollywood is. I mean, look at like just with Lady Gaga and the stuff that we've covered with the Super Bowl. And the absolute total satanic, nefarious, malevolent agenda that is a reality with that. Knowing that to be a fact. You're telling me that they've devoted all of this millions and millions and billions of dollars toward this soft disclosure conditioning and i even forgot the catholic church how they've been preparing for this and i've done several teachings on 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 that vatican preparing for alien disclosure and that they would baptize ets and they would consider them our space brethren and i've, I've got into all of this and I, I give you the links to some of those teachings. Now, if, if any one particular thing that I'm talking about, if you do want to know about it, just go up to contendingfortruth.com, key in one to two words max in the search, and, and you should find about 10 to 15 teachings on this. 
I've covered this from so many different angles and it's so voluminous that there's just no way I can recover it all. And that's why I give you the links to these previous studies. But, but, but the Vatican's been gigantic in promoting this. Certain aspects of, um, well, obviously the New Age, <laughs> you know, have been integral. Certain aspects of astronomy. You have to think, you know, I would have to say, though, that, that the average Christian that would call themselves a Christian that's been in a 501c3 institution, corporate church, for decades, they're the most ill-equipped people on the planet to deal with this subject that I'm going to cover. Because they, they, they've just discounted it. They've just, oh... It doesn't even exist. And I fear that we're going to be faced with this. I know I've been talking about this for a long time, but in God's mercy, hes I, I believe he's given us more time. Given us more time to get up to speed and to understand or try to halfway comprehend the deception that's coming. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. Satan has an advantage on humanity right now like no other time the world has ever known. On so many different levels. Knowledge, power, just the control mechanisms that are in place, all the things they're doing to the food to kill us and the water to kill us and, and the air to kill us. All of the EMF that they've got now with the cell phone towers and, and all, all of these things are all interconnected. Every bit of it. In order to bring about the destruction of humanity, in order to wipe out the seed line of humanity. Because we're created in God's image. And I do believe Satan knows what his destiny is and he wants to go out and take as many with him as he possibly can. That is the ultimate goal of all of this. So from a biblical standpoint, you always have to look at it from that standpoint. What is the ultimate goal of this? To get as many people, as many souls, ultimately into hell and then the lake of fire as possible. That's what Satan's goal is and his fallen angels. That is the reason for this deception. So I'm trying to frame this in a biblical light so that people actually get saved because they can identify it. They're not going to be taken unawares of this. They're not going to be destroyed for lack of knowledge as the Bible talks about in Hosea 4.6. And that they will have a love for the truth. And this is just one part of that. But it is one part of it and it's it's the biggest deception that I've ever seen coming on the horizon that humanity will ever have to face. I don't think there I don't think there's anything that will ever even get near this this whole subject. So to frame this whole topic and I, I've said these verses before but just to frame this for people that might might have never heard these studies Matthew 24:38 and Luke 17:26 <clears throat> says that and as it was in the days of noah noe it says it here but it's actually noah 
It's another word, another way of saying Noah. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. This is what Jesus Christ said. So in the days prior to his coming, whether you believe pre-mid-trib, pre-wrath, or post-trib, tribulation, in those days, so it shall be, it will be like it was in the days of Noah. Okay, what was the, if you took a news crew back to Noah's day, what was the biggest thing you would report on by far? There's no other story that would, well, you would report on Noah making the ark. Well, okay, yeah, but that's probably not the biggest thing news-wise going on on the planet prior to the flood in Noah's day. We'll get into that in a second. I'm going to give you the verse. The flood epic of Genesis 6 begins with a strange account of the sons of God, or the angels, angels of the Old Testament. Now, no, they were, they were godly men of Seth. No, sorry. <laughs> you know, if you hadn't either went to seminary or gotten brainwashed over this, and all you ever had was a Bible in your hand, and you did a keyword search for the sons of God in the Old Testament. And remember, the Old Testament is derived from the Masoretic text, Hebrew, if it's from the King James Bible, an uncorrupted text version. The word sons of God always occurs in reference to angels. I believe three times in Job and once here. So if you compare scripture with scripture, which is what the Bible says, if we're to be good Bereans, we are to do, Okay. then you're going to only come to that conclusion that the sons of God is in reference to angels. This godly line of Seth thing is a bunch of garbage. You would never come to that conclusion on your own if you hadn't either went to seminary and or been brainwashed by some Christian, quote, Christian institution about it. Wouldn't happen. You would never come to that conclusion. Ever. But you had to have some professor brainwash you into thinking that that is the case it doesn't make any sense and if it was the godly lines of seth and they came into the daughters of men why did they produce these giants these wicked beings that corrupted the whole earth that that doesn't really make sense either no it the bible's clear on this and I give you a study here, one of the first studies I've ever done. It's called UFOs, Aliens, Fallen Angels, Nephilim in the Days of Noah. I did it back in 2007. I've revisited the subject. I don't even know how many times. But you can click on that, and I go through this in more detail. And I don't mean to say all that to be mean. I'm just saying that <laughs> I've dealt with that issue for a long time, and it just baffles me how anyone could come to that conclusion. And... Again, I got off track. Um, I got into the Baptist church, and, and there was one teaching that was going around a lot back then, and I kind of got swept up in it. And I had a preacher come to me, and, and this is where I really clued into this concept. And he said, because he was aware of this theory, and he said, if all you ever had was a Bible, the Word of God, regarding this theory that you're believing, that it took you a whole 300-page book to buy into, convince you of would you have ever come to that conclusion on your own if all you ever had was a bible and maybe even a you know like the underlying lexicons and stuff like that if they were uncorrupted 
No, I and, and I and I started thinking about. It. I'm like, no, I would have never come to that conclusion on my own. It took a 300 page book to convince me of it. Well, be careful for that because these Christian bookstores out there, to me, that's a lot of what they're about. They're about making money, selling books. Why, if they're hearing from God, are they are they going out there and, and putting out all these self help? pixie sticks and buttercup books about the bible and why why aren't they warning about the deceptions that are coming and getting right with god and things of that nature why are they so much all about tickling your ears and making sure you send in donations and and give your money to build this other big quote christian ministry So the Bible says, I had to take a little break there. Taylor said that um, there was something that was left on our door I wasn't aware of. It was a good old Jehovah Witness thing. Will, be you, will you be with me in paradise was entitled. I'm thinking, oh my word. Again, just deception everywhere you turn. And again, if you're not familiar with the Jehovah Witnesses or the Mormons, just key in those, uh, either just Jehovah, we'll probably find it in the uh, keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com or Mormonism. Uh, I've done full studies on them, exposing them. So let's get back to this. The flood epic of Genesis 6 begins with a strange account of the sons of God or the angels of the Old Testament. Now the sons of God, that term, that phrase, is used in reference to believers, born-again Bible-believing believers in the New Testament, translated from the Greek and Aramaic. Okay, so this is why people say, well, they were godly because the sons of God means that Believers in the New Testament, <laughs> you're making a bad mental jump there regarding that whole subject. Anyway, these sons of God took human wives. Genesis 6, 4, there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare, them, bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown. Now, the Hebrew word, which is translated giants here in this verse, Genesis 6, 4, is Nephilim, which means the fallen ones, essentially. Jude describes them as angels having left their first estate. It, it, Jude, in the New Testament, describes them specifically as angels having left their first estate, meaning their first home. They fell from heaven. They came to dwell among men and to procreate with women. And therefore, they are in a special place in hell called Tartarus. It's used once in the Bible in, in regard to hell. It's a special compartment of hell where the fallen angels are that fell during Genesis 6. Uh, these fallen angels came to earth for their own purposes and to corrupt the seed of humanity and ultimately destroyed the human civilization so as to negate the biblical statement made below by God himself, which is, Genesis 3, verses 14 and 15, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, deceiving Eve, okay, this is going all the way back to original sin, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go. And that's how snakes generally go, on their belly. You don't see them walk around upright and shaking your hand and stuff like that. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. 
I watched this documentary the other day, or part of it. And it was these people in like, I don't know, some, some, it was this white couple in, in some area above South Africa. And they were rescuing black mambas as a course, as a, as a thing to do all the time. These things were getting in. The local indigenous population is so scared of these things because it's one bite and you're dead. The reason they call them black mamas is not because they're black, but it's because their mouths are black when they open their mouths before they bite you. And they're so deadly, it's one bite and you're done. I mean, they weren't even talking about any venom here. It's just like one bite and you're done. You're, you're, it's over. And they plant a lot of sugarcane in this particular region. And they're all over the, 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 the fields. And I don't see any plan to actually eradicate them. It's just kind of like, oh, let's just let them breed and let's let them do their things. And when we do rescue them, let's re-release them. Why would you want to do that with a deadly viper? Re-release it back into the... So it can go kill some more people. And breed more. I just, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get that. I just don't get that. And I love animals as much as anybody's, but I don't get... And I like as far as... And I don't want to say I like, but snakes, like garter snakes and black racers, ones that eat rats and actually have a good purpose, I get that. But poisonous ones? Ah, I don't know. Sorry, I just... They're cursed above all cattle. Snakes. Above every beast of the field, there's a curse on snakes, it says. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shall be... And I understand, well, he's saying it just, just to this serpent. Yeah, but it's, it's to all the serpent. It's to snakes that he's also talking about. And I will put enmity, meaning war, between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, the seed of the serpent. And I don't mean that garbage going out about, oh, you've had sex with Satan and all. I totally debunked that. Just key in serpent seed in, in the keyword search box. All you need is a Bible to do that. Again, that's another thing where if all you ever had was a Bible, would you have ever come to the conclusion that the serpent seed is fact? The serpent seed theory doctrine. It's total heresy. Easily debunked in the bible with scripture now if you want to start making a whole bunch of mental leaps of logic and, and supposedly start listening to i believe william branham is the one that started that that one of the uh pentecostal kooks you know of the last 50 60 years or whatever all kind of heresies associated with this guy but i'm, I'm supposed to believe that he was hearing from god on this one particular issue about the serpent seed doctrine eve having sex with satan That's why it's just really important to cling to the word of God, to only trust the word of God, to not trust man. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and that maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. So, we don't want to do that. And I will put enmity war between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. Satan has a seed. And I believe the Bible also references this in the parable of the wheat and tares. The tares will be plucked up. At the end, the weeds, which are totally different than wheat. But they may look the same. They're very similar. But in the, terrible, in the parable of the wheat and tares, the tares are plucked up at the end and thrown into the fire. So Satan has a seed. 
And there's going to be war between his seed and the seed of the woman. Which, if you're a human, you're of the seed of the woman. We all essentially came from Eve. I mean, that was our ultimate, you know, that's where it all started, the human race. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shall bruise his heel. Now, I give you my uh, couple studies here. I already mentioned the one, UFOs, aliens, fallen angels, Nephilim, in the days of Noah. And then the one I did on the Nephilim, the sons of God, fallen angels, demons, evil spirits, Tartaros, sons of Seth, daughters of Cain. And then we also talked about Augustine of Hippo, St. Thomas Aquinas, and John Calvin, and how they relate into the study and how, how a lot of the brainwashing that we've experienced today about these subjects came from these men. And we go in there and just scripturally examine this. Let the Bible do the work. Now, that leads me to the first topic for today. 2016 X-Files exposes elite's genocidal plan from global banking collapse to alien deception. Now, the X-Files was the number one, I believe, TV series ever. Ever. Ran for, I don't even know, nine seasons, and then now they made this tenth one. Or bare minimum, was the number one sci-fi ever series. So for them to come out in the year 2016 and re-finally come out after it's been a 15-year hiatus and reintroduce a season 10, knowing that the X-Files was really all about soft disclosure anyway of the alien agenda. Now again, that doesn't mean that because you're seeing something in a hollywood x-file or a movie that that means that it's truth i'm not saying that either but a lot of it is about conditioning us and about self-disclosure so i'm just going to play this and in the audio on this i wish i could have found a better one but he does a really good job of giving a good synopsis of the first episode which really it's only the first episode and the six which was it was only a six episode season and the six is already came out and i kind of want to wait i wanted to wait until that sixth episode came out to do this study really the only ones that were pertinent were the first episode and the last mainly pertinent i'm not saying there wasn't anything else that was revealed as far as agenda wise wise in those shows but the first and the last the first episode and the six were the big ones so this one kind of gives a synopsis of the first episode It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Okay, so this is the, the intro for it, and, and uh, this guy's, you're going to hear him doing commentary. The audio is not the best, but for a six-minute video, it, you really couldn't beat what he actually covers here regarding it. 
Guys, you're not going to want to miss this one. So, The X-Files is back, and part one of the two-part premiere aired tonight after the AFC-NFL Championship game, and I wanted to record it. Uh, I'm going to jump to the chase real quickly here. Number one, we talk a lot about disclosure. What does the government know? What hidden technologies does the secret government have? Black projects, $8.5 trillion missing from the Pentagon. Catherine Austin Fitz talks about it a lot, as does Joseph P. Farrell. We know that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Only $8.5 trillion gone in black budgets that we don't know. Any, uh, your tax dollars at work. Your tax dollars at work. Funding your own destruction. $8.5, not billion. But I believe trillions like a hundred billion. I mean, it's it's a ton. In the banking world and in the top secret off book black budget program, how many of the UFOs people see around the world are actually of terrestrial origin? I'm going to play two absolute must watch clips here. In the first clip, Mulder played by David Duchovny and a journalist played by Joel McHale are shown a terrestrial UFO that was reverse engineered from a found UFO. Of course, going back to Area 51. Watch this. It's running on toroidal energy, so-called zero-point energy, simply the energy of the universe. You're talking about free energy? That we've had since the 40s. No fuel, no flame, no combustion. Simple electromagnetic field. We've had free energy since the 40s, is what he's saying here. Reverse engineering, alien technology... Uh, whatever we have done in exchange to procure that. If you want to know more about that, key in Grenada. Uh, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I do give you the links in this. The Grenada Treaty is a treaty that we entered into, I believe, back in the 40s uh, with these entities, whatever you want to call them, and uh, in exchange for essentially letting them experiment on the human population in exchange for technology now that since that point when this treaty was um, made you've seen an absolute total explosion of alien abductions that have taken place that are taking place when polled two to three percent of the population have said that they were abducted at one point, or if not being act actively abducted. You have to ask yourself, are all these millions of people just all crazy? Are they all nuts? Is there no merit to anything that they're saying? And I'm not saying that it's just aliens or that it's just our government doing, I think it's a, probably a mixture of things going on. But that's, that's one other subject. I, I have covered that on a a lot of different occasions as well. Technology kept secret for 70 years while the world ran on petroleum. Oil companies making trillions. What I'm going to show you next is the most unbelievable part. Gravity warp drive, but how? This warrants a little bit of exploration and explanation. I would imagine for most X-File fans, Element 115 is something they're probably familiar with. But for those who have forgotten, 
Element 115 is an element that Bob Lazar, back in 1989, famous Area 51 whistleblower Bob Lazar, claimed was the element responsible for terrestrial UFOs. It's the element that powered the UFOs. And what's absolutely crazy about that 1989 claim is that just recently, in the past couple of years, element 115 was officially added to the table of periodic elements along with the atomic numbers of 113, 117, and 118. Now in this next clip... I mean, that is gigantic. If you've never seen the Bob Lazar interviews, look them up. They're on the internet. He comes off to me as extremely credible. Of course the government's tried to discredit him and say that this guy has no merit. He never worked for us and all. And yet his credentials, you've seen, I mean, those have actually come out. The fact that, that he's alive is, is an absolute miracle. And I think it's a, in large part due to the fact that he was so vocal when he did come out. Because they knew if they killed him, they'd make him a martyr. But he worked, I believe, in the S-4 sector of Area 51, the Papoose Lake region. He was one of their main scientists that worked there. And he described their different flying saucers that they had, whether they had captured them or reverse engineered them. And Element 115 was the main propulsion mechanism that they used how an, an ufo can hover over ground now granted i understand yes there could be holographic projections of ufos that aren't even ufos yes i think that that all of this is a combination of different things some of them are true alien crafts some of them are actually governmental craft. i can't i don't think you can just put all of that in in one nice little tidy box and say this is the only thing but element 115 bob lazar you know when i watched it i did not perceive guile in him or deceit i never perceived that with that guy you know and i don't think it was because he was ever trying to get rich either it was literally most likely because he wanted the truth to come out and to probably save his own skin because <laughs> he knew if he didn't release it at some point he'd be dead like a lot of other people that have come out of that movement are, are dead at this point he but he comes off as very very credible and knowledgeable and went into great detail describing these ships, the exterior, the interior, the propulsion mechanisms. Um, but now we've had an element 115 to the periodic table in like the last year. So again, all of this is about that soft disclosure. You're starting to see things that were portrayed or talked about back in, okay, 1989, Bob Lazar, and then in um, different movies and productions and miniseries and things of this nature, now they're actually starting to, you're starting to get confirmation of that in real life. Oh, and just so you know, one trillion is equal to a thousand billion. A thousand billion. So I was wrong. That's how much one trillion is. 8.5 million Oh, you know, we don't know what happened to it. You know, you think the IRS would let you get away with, with you know, that? Anything near... Oh, but it's okay for the for the dark black objects, of, uh, projects of our government to, to just have one 8.5 billion disappear into thin air and we can't tell you where it went. Well, it's going toward this garbage. 
most likely. And toward our enslavement, ultimately. We need to talk about what the elite like to do, which is to hide in plain sight, to tell us exactly what they're going to do before they do it. I won't say another word. Listen to this. Why do such a thing lie about it? Our government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henry had a lax. The Tuskegee experiment on black men in the 30s, where they took the Tuskegee air pilots, the black air pilots, and gave them syphilis, and then literally let them never get treatment, and they all basically, just as this really cruel, sickening experiment where they all ended up uh, going into what they call tertiary syphilis, which is where it basically like liquefies your brain. You go insane with tertiary syphilis. But they've, they've, I've went over all the experiments they've done. There, there's most likely thousands and thousands of experiments our government has done to the American populace over the years we're in a one big gigantic huge malevolent experiment right now between the gmos and the chemtrails and the fluoride and the chlorine in the water and all the other garbage they're putting in the water and the food and, and uh, with the emfs and everything else that they're doing it's one in the vaccines it's one big grand experiment to try to defile us to try to, to defile our dna just like it was in the days of noah because that's what Noah's day was all about. The seed line that the Bible predicted would be at war or enmity with the woman's seed. They want to destroy that seed line so that war cannot be waged. And that we're also created in God's image. They want to defile our DNA. And that's what the vaccines, as we're going to amply see, and I, I've stated this on many, many times, but never as strongly as you'll hear today that the vaccines are going to be the main vector and have been the main vector to defile our DNA and are going to be, and are going to be viewed as the only hope. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine a government hiding, hoarding alien technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but... A darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient. By severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves. Well, aerial contaminants like chemtrails? Yeah. In a state of... And the electromagnetic, electromagnetic waves generated through, you know, harp, scalier, uh cell phone towers, all forms of EMF, your Wi-Fi, your, your CFL bulbs that, that you got in your house, your smart meters, all of these different things, all in one big concerted effort to just fry us and to destroy us and to control us. Perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity 
a government can turn to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will call, kill, and subjugate. That's what their plan is. Okay. So just remember, though, how it turns out in the end with the Bible. Okay. So, again, Satan's not going to come in and call, kill, and annihilate everybody. He's not going to be able to carry out his, his, his plan, you know, without God giving permission to do what's going to be done. And I don't mean that God's creating it, but the Bible does talk a lot about this in Revelation in the, in, in the book of Daniel, you know, that he is going to, um, for a season... You know, you're going to have the Antichrist, you're going to have the false prophet, you're going to have a one-world government, one-world political system, one-world economic system, one-world religion. But in the end, he's, he's going to be defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ, by his saints coming back at the end of the tribulation. So, always understand that, that whatever agenda that they're, they're putting, they will give it to you like there is no hope whatsoever unless you just give in to whatever their satanic answer is. And, and we'll see as we go further in this what the, what the ultimate satanic answer is at season six, which we will actually be doing a, I'm going to be doing a review on that episode coming up. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. So a bank holiday on Friday. You've, you've probably heard me mention that on many, many occasions. In fact, all, everything that he's went over, I've done dedicated studies on pretty much. But not, not just me, a lot of other people out there in alternative media as well. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation. Yes, they can steal your money if it's, if it's in a... IRA, a 401k, if it's in the bank, if it's something that, you know, you've put in there and you don't actually have physical possession of, there's a very high likelihood that you are, it's going to be either stolen and or greatly reduced in the value, okay, overnight. Strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. Well, it'll seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. Or a simulated alien. So they're saying an EMP attack. In, in conjunction with all of this, which would really be horrific from the standpoint of, of what that could actually produce by frying, you know, all the electronics in America, or a lot of them, or the ones that are not hardened. Invasion using alien replica vehicles that exist and are already in use. So they're saying that they'll actually stage a, a UFO replica invasion of aliens, but it won't actually be that. It will actually be our own government using these vehicles. And again, how much of, what percentage of that is true? What percentage is actually going to come to pass? I, I can't know that. But it's going to be some most likely derivation of what they're describing here. Alien invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. You can't say these things. I'm going to say them tomorrow. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed these clips. Share them. I think it's important. Basically, truth has gone mainstream. One wonders what would motivate a script like this, and even beyond that, what would have allowed a script like this to get approved for production, unless they're warning us all about what they plan to do. Thanks for watching, and for real news 24-7, visit us over at sgtreport.com. There's kind of... Okay, so we have that.
And then I had a, a, a uh, email from a listener named Lee, and he said, uh, it's a listener comment about new X-Files. He says, Dr. Scott, I, I, know, I, don't, I know you don't have a TV, but you need to see the latest X-Files that just came out. Wow, for research purposes, go to a friend's house that has these episodes and watch them. And it's incredible, the dialogue in that first episode. And that was just what we, we heard some of, the dialogue in the first episode, the, the high points. I know it wasn't the greatest quality, but that was about as good as I could do with that. It basically correlates with what you've been talking about the last 10 years or so. They say everything in this new show, leaving almost nothing out. And, and I, you know, I have to agree, and I guess that's another reason I felt more compelled to get the study done and out, even though it's probably going to take two to three weeks to actually get this done and uploaded onto the internet because there's so much information to cover. And that's only been since really September when I did the last mega study on this. Um, but it's coming, this information regarding the subject is coming out at a much accelerated pace as of late. Now with the X-Files getting so bold uh, as they are and what we just looked at, I, I felt the, like the, the sooner I got this out, the better. Another listener comment on Alien Agenda in Hollywood. Um, it starts out, Hi, Dr. Johnson. Sorry to add more to your information on the Alien Agenda, but I have seen this in several places in the mainstream media. It seems as part of the Alien Agenda um, is to put in our heads that we must become like the aliens in order to defeat them. I have noticed this in two TV shows. Now, granted, this is just two. I'm sure that this has been done in scores of movies and TV shows along the way. The first uh, is called Falling Skies, depicts humans who have been captured by alien invaders. Once they captured them, the aliens put some kind of, quote, harness on the humans, which mutated their DNA, of all things, imagine that, and changed them to be like the aliens. Over the course of the show, some of the human-slash-alien hybrids were rescued. They were able to remove most of the, quote, harness using technology from a rival alien race. So always the, the answer always comes from alien races, the rivals, or whatever. And except for part of it that remained attached to their spine, as it would have killed them if they had completely removed it. It looked like spikes sticking out of their spine. In the resistance group that was fighting the aliens, those who had the alien DNA... The remaining, they were referred to as the remaining spikes, were the best soldiers. They could run faster, jump higher, go longer without sleep. It even healed one of them of asthma and the need for reading glasses. They were like super soldiers who were integral in their fight against the invaders. One character even said to one young man with the spikes that you're enjoying a little taste of that alien DNA. End of quote. So, yes, this is all being put in our heads to to be something desirable and it's the same old lie that was in the garden of eden that we had referenced earlier where satan went to eve and said ye shall be as gods that was the big carrot that he was putting out to her and a, a lot of what we're seeing here with the transhumanism movement and this human homo sapiens 2.0 movement is that carrot Going from the old age of Pisces into the dawning of the age of Aquarius, into the old world order, into the new world order, where you shall be as gods. And again, it's, it's parroted throughout a lot of these different shows. 
And then he goes on to say the second one is the reboot of the X-Files, which is what we were talking about here, season 10. There's an engineered anthrax outbreak, and people are getting sick and dying. The only solution is to create a vaccine from Dr. Scully's, the female character's blood, because she has, quote, alien DNA, which prevented her from getting sick. So see, that's, that's, the, that's how this literally ends in season six. The only hope for the planet is through Dr. Scully and her alien blood, her alien defiled DNA blood to save humanity, essentially. Um, she was selected as, quote, one of the elites, so she was given this alien DNA in a vaccine at birth. Uh, he says, I think this is what happened. They weren't exactly clear in that part. I, I was a little sketchy on that part, too. She was able to isolate part of the DNA that made her immune. It was the alien part. Magnify it and put it into vaccines for the masses. Of course, you don't just make a vaccine that quick. That's one part of the show that's absolutely insane. She just whips up a batch of this stuff, you know, like within about four, 14 minutes and, you know, goes out there and tries to save, uh, well, at least Mulder. And who knows? It, it, it ends abruptly. We're going to actually look at that. We're actually going to play those clips on season uh, six because they are very, very pertinent to what we're talking about. Now, I've done another study that I did back in 06. Man, that's a really old one. The Return of the Nephilim, Hollywood Preparing the Way. I'll give you a link here for that. And then I also give you all 11 parts to the mega study I did back in September entitled Mega Study, Strong Delusion, Wickedness increasing, alien UFO disclosure agenda, evil giants waking, CERN, the Nephilim, and the Ascended Masters. I'll give you all 11 parts here. Now, I'm not going to have enough time to uh, play all parts by the end of this. I, I hope I can get through it in the next part alone. Um, so I'm going to end here, and we're going to pick up part two, my review of the season 10, episode 6 finale of The X-Files for this year. So God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com That's C-O-N-T-E-N D-I-N-G F-O-R T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.